laughing all the way to the bank. It's yours truly, Jordan, a.k.a. JL, alongside with my brother and co-host, Marcus, a.k.a. Marky Mark. Marcus, how we feeling today, buddy? We're two weeks into the season. Um, still got a little bit of time before things kick off, and we uh, still just trying to put everything together. So tell me, what's the objective tonight? What are we going to knock down for our listeners this evening? So I think last week was gut reaction NFL. I want to dive into gut reaction post top 25 release talking points for this college football season. What do we like? What do we dislike? Teams to look out for maybe, but I got to early flight to catch in the morning too, playing a weekend of golf. But, uh, yeah, you got a a big golf trip this weekend. I'm usually there for it. Unfortunately, I won't be able to join you guys. Usually I'm there for it, but, um, going to be seeing Tom Segura on Saturday night, stand up comedy. Yeah. I'm with the, with a very good friend, Zach, Zach Mayfield, shout out Zach. I'm very jealous of that. Tom Segura is a, killer you guys are gonna you guys are gonna have a blast i'm thinking it's gonna be a good time i i you know i'll pass up one good time to get another good time i think it'll be good but yeah marcus i think tonight we kind of mentioned it last week we went to the nfl it's what we're good at but we gotta come to terms with the ncaa at some point it's kind of like when you didn't do your homework in high school and uh tonight's the night we got to get going on the ncaa we got to figure it out at some point we're going to start cracking the code yeah i gotta be honest of NCAA. i i feel very comfortable with the big 12 for obvious reasons people who've listened to us in the past know that we're a west virginia podcast so i know the big 12 and i pay attention to the big 10 but other than that um i'm kind of scratching my head So we'll see. A lot of homework to be done. But that's why we do this. We hash it out. We talk it out on the waves, on the airwaves. Yeah, why not? And yeah, so last year, tough year to judge. COVID seemed to be the most important factor in terms of how the college football realm was operating. This year, I don't see that being the case. And I think that's what's kind of giving us the urgency to get on top of college football this year and figure out what's going on we're going to go through the top 25 tonight we're going to give some knee-jerk takes as we always do try to get ourselves calibrated that's my calibration noise marcus what do you think about that i like a little more of like a kind of like the like a Morse code. Like that SpongeBob episode when they released the Krabby Patty secret formula. You have to pull up that audio. That, yeah. that but quieter. 
<laughs> I don't know. That was a big episode. That was a okay. Side side jargon here. Give me your top three SpongeBob episodes of all time, if you can think. If you can think back to that. Well, number number one for me has to be Krusty Krab Pizza. Whenever they they have they have a pizza delivery service, he's a Krusty Krab Pizza. Okay, that's my favorite. That. Outside of that, um, the imagination box where they're in the box yeah. and they do the imagination. Squidward's just up there wants to commit suicide. Yeah. Well, they and buy they buy three. a big TV and Squidward's jealous of the massive TV. But then SpongeBob throws the TV away and they just get in the fucking box. That <laughs> <laughs> was so awesome. I know my three. I know my three. I, I, I can't think of a third off the top of my head, so hit me with them. So, number one, by far is Pinhead Larry. Whenever Sandy, like, is hibernating and they mess with Sandy in her sleep. Yeah. And they show the close-up of SpongeBob's dried-up face. No, that's the one... That's my number three. That's my number that's three when he tries to live in... Yeah. So the one where... When he doesn't... Water! Yeah, that's when he's trying <laughs> to prove to Sandy that he doesn't need water. Um, the one I'm talking about is when Sandy's hibernating and there's a classic picture of uh, Patrick. She's like, all right, Pinhead. And Patrick's like, who are you calling Pinhead? So that's number one for me. Number two is Doodle Bob. You remember Doodle Bob? Yeah, yeah. Where they go to like uh, prehistoric SpongeBob? No. So SpongeBob draws, he has the magic pencil, and he draws Doodle Bob, and then it comes to life. And he talks like, he, ha, ha, that's how he talks. <laughs> <laughs> and then number three is the Fry Cook Games. If you don't remember the Fry Cook Games, I mean, I hope I don't really. I might have to watch it after we're done. Yeah, please do. The Fry Cook Games is classic, classic episode. I'm probably missing some obvious ones. Um, what's another? Oh, the. Anchor arms. Everybody remembers anchor arms. That's a good one. Yeah. And he rips his pants too. <laughs> yeah. Is that the same episode? Um I don't know. I don't think that's the same episode. Well, I thought he was trying to because he's trying to lift the heavy weight, and when he goes down, he rips his pants. Could be. Right? Could be. Could be. They had some bangers, man. Dude, that's some show, bangers in there. That show is so funny. A, a classic. A classic of a show. But sorry, yeah, sorry the to get new SpongeBob's—they're trying, you know, they're trying to achieve that level of greatness. I don't think they ever will. The guy who created SpongeBob, R.I.P., is no longer with us. I don't know his name, but he's a genius. So thank you, whoever you are. But yeah, sorry to get off topic there. No, it's all right. It's totally all right. Back to college football. Yeah. <laughs> Regather our thoughts. That just shows you how worried we are about tackling we college talk, football. We want to yeah. talk about SpongeBob. <laughs> We're like, let's talk about SpongeBob. <laughs> let's talk about some SpongeBob. Well, you look at the top ten in college football. Um, it's a little. I think there may be a little, uh, little craziness going on. I don't think it's going to be got- Alabama and Clemson. I don't. I got to say, I thought I was being sharp this year because I was like, you know, Iowa State's going to have a team this year. You know, they're going to be good. There's a team to watch early, but they're ranked number seven preseason. Yeah. So everyone's going to be watching them. 
So I was like ready to jump on them early, but the lines are, you know, it's probably going to be Iowa State minus 13 the first week. I don't even know yet. I just feel like they're, uh, they've got like these hype teams really dialed in. Like a lot of, I feel like a lot of the rankings too, up to this point, are just based on bowls. Like who won a bowl? Pretty much. And I, th- for that reason, I also think the top 25 we're seeing right now is going to look dramatically different come week 10 in the NCAA. So let's, Marcus, let's go through the top 25. We'll just go, I'm just going to rapid fire launch down the list here. I'll start with 25 and we'll go down any, any eye poppers. Just stop me along the way. Let me know okay. what you think. Okay. That's fair. But uh, starting uh, number 25, we got the Arizona State. I believe they're the, what? <laughs> are they the Red Devils? I thought they were the What's Sun Devils. They're a devil. The Sun Devils. Are yeah, they the close sun? enough. Yeah, they're a devil. Some sort of devil. They haven't been relevant in quite some time. They're, they're popping them in the top 25. I think they had some controversy with paying some players last year in the, in the offseason. So they better have a good team because they're paying their guys. I, again, I I don't I don't really see that. Um, so yeah, Arizona State twenty five. We got Utah at twenty four. Uh, yeah, what a, I don't know. Did, Who knows? What did they do? Um, good question. A lot of Pac twelve teams sneaking in this year. I, here's a real head scratcher the louisiana lafayette raging cajuns at number 23 what do we think about that if anything i mean you're putting me on the spot here there i don't have much thought about it if they're in the top 25 at the end of the year i'll be shocked it's probably they probably had a decent record last year i don't know I didn't pay attention to college football much last year. They, they probably won a bowl game. Yeah, they probably no, have like probably returning guy. They probably have guys returning. Um, here's another head scratcher at number twenty-two, Coastal Carolina. I like that one actually. I think they're going to be good because they the Sun they, Belt, huh? Yeah, Jesus. well they they've been what the hell's going on. They've been getting better and better for about the last three to four seasons because I remember I think I picked. Kansas to cover against Coastal Carolina, not maybe last year, but the year before. And Coastal Carolina, I know it's Kansas, I know, but they beat the hell out of them. And I was like blown away because you'd think Sunbelt and, you know, whatever, you discount it. But they're a good little, they're a good little program. Number 21 is where I'm going to have, I'm going to have a take. So you can go ahead. Well, and- look, before we jump to 21, this is what I'm going to say about these two Sun Belt teams squeaking in the top 25. What else is in the Sun Belt conference, Marcus? Who else is in that fucking conference? Not sure. Name one. I'm sorry, but there needs there, there's going to be a big imbalance in that conference. That might be a conference I'm willing to to bet on. If we're if we're we're a betting podcast, if we got two teams in the top 25. That means there's probably eight other teams who are just lost in that conference. Yeah, I mean, you got, yeah, I mean, Troy, the Citadel, I think, maybe, no. Arkansas State, UMass, that's on Coastal Carolina. A a bunch of trash. I mean, 
for Coastal Carolina to be in the top 25 with this schedule they have, I mean, how can you not bet them every week? Yeah, I don't know. It, it depends who they're up against. I, I think it'll be interesting to see what their lines look like in conference during the year um, versus when they actually have to play someone who's worth a shit. Anyway, just some some to think about. We'll come back to it again. This is just we're trying to just hash things out. Number twenty one, Texas Tejas. <laughs> Where's your take, Marcus? Where's the take on this? Um, I thought they sucked last year. I think they're gonna suck this year. It's just the Texas name why they're in the top twenty five. Um, I don't see them in the top four of the Big Twelve. I think Oklahoma State passes them. I think Iowa State passes them. Um, Oklahoma, obviously. And don't be surprised if, like, a West Virginia or one of those other oddball teams, Texas Tech, Kansas State, from a, they'll probably be terrible. No, that was bad. Not Kansas State. Um, I don't see Texas in the top four of the Big 12. I think they're going to be dog shit. Yeah, I, I, I really don't know who's there. Um, you're right, probably just a name thing, conference thing. Uh, moving right along, got a Pac-12 team, Washington. Another another team who I've paid little to no attention to over the last couple of years of gambling. Uh, 19, Penn State. I think Penn State could could sneak into the top 10 this year. Uh, they have a quarterback. Don't know who his name is. His name's Sean Clifford. Yeah, he's supposed to be the shit. Um, got a good returning offense. I think in the Big Ten, Penn State's going to be a good team. I could see them sneaking up closer. That's a team to watch early. Uh, moving along, Iowa at 18. Iowa. I mean, Iowa. I think Iowa. I think Iowa has a potential. I, I'm going to disagree with you on Penn State a little bit. If I had to pick a sleeper Big Ten team to get into the top ten, Iowa would be my my dark horse. Because I like maybe Wisconsin, but in my mind, Wisconsin's not a dark horse. Like if they make it to the top ten, that's kind of like par for the course for them. So I think if. Uh, yeah, if Iowa comes out, takes care of business at home in that conference, a top 10 spot for Iowa is not not far off. They finished last year, I think, at 16. So, yeah, Iowa. So, again, Big 10, I'm more comfortable talking. I'll talk Big 10 and Big 12 all day and SEC some. But when you get into the Pac-12 the, uh, sorry, the Pac-12 and the Sun Belt, yeah, I don't, I don't know. We're we're Midwestern boys. Well, I just didn't watch a lot of college football last year. I just didn't That's watch true. a lot of it. Yeah, no, we're we're. This is like we're just figuring the shit out. So that's called transparency, I think, in uh, the business world. We're being transparent. We're going to tell you right up front. Well, we're going to under promise and we're going to over deliver because we're going to. This is probably going to be see the most teams. uneducated podcast you'll ever hear from us, but I bet you we still pick over 50, 
college football. I say week one, we go five picks NFL, five picks NCAA. Make the math easy, and we're probably going to go 10-0. and 0. Um, Yeah, five picks. We had to really find some picks we like in college. Early season college football's nice, nice pickings, though. Some low-hanging fruit there, if you do your research. Let's keep going down the list. We got Indiana at a tied 16 with LSU. Hot last year, Indiana. I think that might be a little bit of uh, postseason hype coming in for Indiana. I'm never a big Indiana fan, or really any schools from, you know, the Indiana, like especially Purdue. Guys who went to Purdue think they went to fucking Harvard, and it pisses me off. Have you ever met a guy who went to Purdue? Nope. They treat themselves like they went to Yale or Harvard. It it really pisses me off. I'm sorry. Purdue accepts anyone with a pulse. You just got to pay the tuition. Not that special. <laughs> Shot sorry fired. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck uh, Purdue. LSU looking for a bounce back this year. Interesting to me, they're still in the bottom half of this top twenty-five. I thought maybe they'd creak into the top ten. Um, You'd think they with, are with, with the, just the clout. You know the they're one hundred percent LSU clout. Um, they're a top 15 team. I don't know if they're top 10, but they're top 15 in my opinion. Yeah. They, they, they got some work. They got, well, they had a first year quarterback. He's back. And like, after you follow what they did with Joe Burrow, I mean, those are like, that's arguably the greatest season from a quarterback and an offense of all time. If you look at the statistics of what Burrow, Burrow and that offense did, imagine trying to follow that. I think his name, Brennan. Uh, I don't know his first name, but I know his last name is Brennan. Um, I don't really feel like looking it up. But, yeah, I think he'll be – I mean, it's Coach O, it's LSU. They'll be a top 15 team. Okay, all right. A little early scout there. Uh, sliding at 15, USC. Where did that come from? Uh, I have no idea. Let's just skip through that. We got Miami at 14. I, I, You talked about top 25 teams that could slip out. USC, mark that down. They will be out of the top 25. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, but what's unless, going on there? Unless ESPN and the AP poll or whoever the hell puts this together is just humping the Pac-12. Yeah, just it's, George, it's George Soros. He's funding yeah. USC. So um, I think there's a little bit of Pac-12 hype. I know, I know you like uh, Miami though at 14. This is where things start to heat up. You like Miami at 14, right? You think they could have a have a squad this year, right? Yeah. So, um, they had a ridiculous recruit uh, recruiting class, one of the top in the country. Um, it's gonna be a lot about young talent, kind of a switch up. Um, their quarterback's back. You know, if he's healthy. I know he tore his ACL last season against Oklahoma State, but they play Alabama right out of the gate. So it's looking really forward gonna, to that game. I, yeah, I, I that's love Alabama be, playing a real game week one. I love it. That's going to be sweet. Um, it's going to be an awesome game. So What's the line hold? on that, Marcus? You got that? Real quick. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. My uh, Alabama's minus 19. So... Gut reaction, if 
Miami's quarterback is healthy. I think that may be why that line is that high because I don't know if they're saying – I haven't done enough research yet. I don't know if he's going to be back from week one because he tore his ACL against Oklahoma State. But if he's back and healthy, I like Miami plus 19. It's so hard to bet against Alabama because they can just 40-piece anybody. But Miami's got a lot of talent. I, I said before the podcast, I Miami's going to be a team for me, to a uh, team to watch this year. Well, I've, I've said this about Alabama teams, but you need a good quarterback to play against Alabama. You need a guy who can put the ball in the right place. So... If if that guy from my if if he's the guy, they might cover that nineteen. That's something to keep our eyes so, on moving forward. So nine days ago, um, Manny Diaz from Miami said that Derek King is ready to go. Will be ready week one, and that line is still at nineteen. Huh. Huh. <laughs> now that, that's a game I I feel like we'll end up betting. Um, it's too good. Yeah. Uh, like that's the thing. Like. It's fun to bet lollipop college football games, and we'll definitely bet a few of them week one. But we need to—we can't just shy away from the blockbusters. We gotta—we gotta stick our foot in on those. So we'll—we'll we'll put our bookmark in that. One. What's college football if you're not betting the blockbusters? That's true. It's not even fun. No, I don't agree. I—I I love watching a an easy thirty-point cover in a college game. Oh, just to get you oh, warmed so up. So do I. So do I. But if you bet all those like noon. You know, eleven o'clock, two o'clock games, and you don't bet Alabama Miami for at least a little action. What's the point of the whole day? Unless you just got demolished all day long, and you're just gonna say, like, you know, I'm just gonna watch it. 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 (laughs) All right, Uh, we got Florida at thirteen. You know what shocked me? Felipe Franks is on an NFL roster this year. I thought he was terrible. He will not have a long career in the NFL. He's going to be working at Walmart like Josh Rosen in no time. Josh Rosen's cut again, if you guys didn't hear. I I called that years ago. Remember when Josh Rosen, he got drafted, I think. It was in the top 15. And he... Higher than that. And and they go to interview him, and he's pissed. It's like, they're going to regret this decision. Like, fuck you, Josh Rosen. That is ridiculous. You're you're in one of the most privileged positions in football that you could possibly have, and you piss on it. And now, you're going to be working at Walmart. Josh Rosen was always a douche. Grade A douche. Yeah, no, I, 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 I knew he was a flop. He'll always be a flop. Anyway, Florida, 13. Um... I don't really know who they have. That That's going to be one we'll do more research on. So we'll just move up the charts here. Wisconsin tied with Florida at 13. I, lo- I love Another the Big Ten team. I feel like we're kind of Big Ten heavy here on the uh, latter side of the top 25. It's going to be uh, you know, interesting Big Ten conference, I feel like, this year. Any intel on uh, Wisconsin, Marcus? Um, Not personnel. Uh, I wish I could just take like a minute to I don't know I don't know much about Wisconsin but they're always there they're always there every year they're one or two losses away from winning a Big Ten championship it's one of the best college football programs in the country 
Oh, okay. And Here, here's what it is. Graham Mertz. Mertz, their quarterback, oh, how Mertz. Did I for, how did I forget about that? Yep. How did I forget about Mertz? Yeah, he was in the hunt for the Heisman a little bit last year, right? Well... No, until he got like COVID or he got hurt. I forget. Didn't he get? COVID? Yeah, no, he was he was a COVID guy. Yeah, yeah, dude. Mertz, he was uh, cause his first game, he like showed out, and Wisconsin fans were shooting their loads because they finally had a quarterback <laughs> who could throw it. Yeah, no, he has a great arm. Um, they they struggled at the end of the year last year. I think that's probably why we're forgetting about him. Um. Uh, you can always expect a decent defense out of Wisconsin, so I don't know. I, I that's my that's another that's team I could miss. see like with UC USC, maybe they kind of fall out of it. I don't know. The big the Big Ten is going to be competitive this year. You so. know who's gonna? You know who always plays Wisconsin tough that I'll beat them probably. Hmm. Northwestern. Northwestern they plays old. everyone tough. Yeah, but the me missing out and forgetting Graham Mertz, maybe my biggest uh, swing and a miss on this podcast ever. I can't Dude, believe we, I forgot about that. We didn't do NCAA this year. This is why we're here. A lot of guys yeah, won't this do good. this. A lot of guys won't won't show their vulnerability. <laughs> a lot of guys won't show their vulnerability. <laughs> we got research to do. So what? Look at our record. We're going to figure it out. That's why we're here. You guys are basically in the back, you know, you're you're in the, you know, the back scenes, back shots. Ugh. Ugh. Okay, <laughs> moving moving right along, uh Oregon, number 11. Another Pac-12 pick. Um interesting call here. I I again, a team easy to look over. They, I don't think they played very much. The Pac-12 barely played. I think they only played like a half of a season last year. Again, it's just there's so little to go off of. We're just trying to put something together before we got to start picking these. And uh, I know they, they have a transfer quarterback. Yep, they have. Yep, they have a guy Boston from- Boston College transfer Anthony Brown. Um, okay, they're saying Mike might be the starter this year. Who knows? Um, they did play in the Pac-12 title game, even though you know the Pac-12 barely played last year. Um, they were in the Fiesta Bowl. You know, it. It's just, just this top twenty-five is 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 loose. You know, I feel like it's really loose. Especially another, like another team. I'm going to put my like maybe you won't be in the top twenty-five come week five. Oregon, you know. Yeah. But who fucking knows? Number eight, Cincinnati. Love it. Love it. These guys have been playing football. They played 10 games last year, went nine and one. They finished number eight. They lost to Georgia, right? Win- yeah, yeah. They got a winning culture there. This is a team I could get behind early. They got. They have something to build on from last year. So, yeah. I, um, I like Cincinnati. They, they're tough. They play tough. Yeah, they. I mean, a lot of people like them to go undefeated last year. They almost did. Um, they got their quarterback returning this year, so they're going to be able to run the offense. A lot of this, a lot of the question marks is going to be with the defense there. So, definitely a team to watch. I think they'll stick around the top fifteen for sure. 
Had to burp. I agree. Uh, Moving right along. Number seven. Marcus, I know you were interested in this one before we started tonight. Texas A&M. Um, they did play 10 games last year. They're 9-1. and one. Uh, They finished uh, number four, apparently, in the final AP poll. I don't know if that's right. Jimbo Fisher, the coach, uh, proven coach there. Um, again, this is a team, I feel like they got, they always got receivers. The, the offense always looks good. It always comes down to, can this team... Put together the defense to to hang in with the SEC during the year to actually keep in that top ten range. Well, they had one loss last year, and it was to Alabama week two. Um, other than that, they pretty much dominated everybody. They beat Florida by three. Um, yeah, and other than that, they kind of controlled every other game. Jimbo Fisher knows how to coach. He's a good coach. Um. So yeah, that's going to be a team that's going to be right up there with Alabama. Yeah, and I rushed last year, but I actually, uh, I actually flip flopped a a a ranking here. Um, Technically, in the AP rankings, Iowa State's getting that seven spot. Um, And also, oh, we skipped over a few. Actually, sorry. Let me backtrack here. We got North Carolina at ten. This this is who cares? I'm gonna have to edit this shit. Yeah, no, none of none of this is going to matter. But uh, North Carolina, I actually love North Carolina this year. Sam Howell, he's kind of like Will Greer Jr. Oh, God. <laughs> so you're going to be a huge Carolina fan. No, 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 no. He's got to perform. But uh, a lot of people high on that offense. They think uh, Sam Howell has the, has the goods. I think he has the goods, too. I, I watched him some last year. And he does, uh, he looks good. He he can throw the ball. He moves in the pocket well. He's good pocket pref- presence. Um, you know, Sam Howell is, is going to be a Heisman favorite. So, it's, uh, they're, they're not going to be a joke, you know. that That's going to be a good team. Um, Notre Dame is also Join a in conference. That. Join a conference. How about that? <laughs> I don't care about Notre Dame. They're not going to win the national championship. Join a conference. I'm sorry, but year in and year out, Notre Dame is just boring to watch. It's like they no. they they dump it off of their tight end every play, and they think they're going to win a national championship. I just, I'm not I, here I to talk about Notre Dame. Notre Dame. I'm not here to talk about that. So let's fast forward through Notre Dame because I don't care. Let's jump into the top five. Okay, top five. Actually, wait. Before we go into top five, okay. I do want to point out one team who I thought I was sharp on coming into this year. Um, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I completely jumped the gun on that. I thought I was sharp on them coming into this year because they've they've had a great team the last couple of years. And, and, and uh, last season, they really, given the circumstances, put together a great season. And that's Iowa State. Um they got the AP rank at seven. I think that's a team you're going to see hang around that top 10. Like, no problem. You got Brock Purdy. He's been playing quarterback for Iowa State, it seems like, for the last 10 years. Pretty much their whole old line is coming back. Um, the majority of their good receivers are, are coming back into that picture. You know, 
the coaching there is is you know I, I've always said it one of the best coach teams in the league in, in in college football. If you ask me, actually, I was going to say in the league, but great great coach team. I think my dark horse to sneak into the playoff right now is Iowa State, just to get value. That might sound like a hot take, but they play good football, man. And uh, as much as I hate to say it, they they might have a shot to make some noise this year. But no, and you're forgetting about they have one of the best running backs in the country, Brees Hall. Yeah, it's like, how would you like to follow up David Montgomery with another All American running back? You know, well, but you're getting, I think that goes to show you how an elite quarterback. Coached. You're getting an elite quarterback with a very seasoned offensive line. With an All-American running back. I mean, dude, they're going to be... So, the thing is, here's my opinion. I think the Big 12 could be a little wacky this year. And every single season, when the Big 12, when teams start beating each other, people start saying, well, are you even going to put the Big 12 in the in the college playoff? Especially now that the Big 12 is basically imploding in front of our eyes. Does an Iowa State have to go undefeated to get, in the, to get into the Final Four or the playoff? I think they do because the top five. Let's go through the top five. You got Georgia, Ohio State, Clemson, OU, Alabama. You know, all the classics. Yeah. I mean, it's a toss-up there. I I honestly think Justin Fields for Ohio State is is a lot more dynamic of a player than maybe. I mean, everyone knows he was good, but I think his presence is going to be felt like his loss is going to be felt more this year than I think people respect. They, um, he's a horse, man. Yeah. He's, a, he's a thoroughbred. Ohio State still has the best offensive line in the country, though. I mean, they year to year have one of the best offensive lines in the country. Um, well, we'll see. You never know. Maybe a team Wisconsin, Iowa, someone like them could beat Ohio State. I'm uh, and then we got Clemson. I think uh, Dabo Sweeney is too worried about players getting paid. He might lose his mind. He's he's come out a lot on the NIL shit. Like he I hates. Can't, it. I can't. He hates I, I'm it. not a big Dabo fan. Yeah, I kind of lost respect for him because he, you know, he makes a bazillion dollars a year, and then as soon as you know players take a little chunk, he's all fucking bitter. Like I, I did. I don't get it. Like you're if you're an elite program. And you're you're pissed off about your your big guys making money. I don't know. That seems a little little sus. Yeah. Um, Oklahoma mm. got uh, the TikTok quarterback of the century, Spencer Rattler. He just seems like a big TikTok guy to me. Like he does TikTok dances. What's your take on him? They think he's going to win the Heisman this year. I would if someone offered me. I mean, I, I I would take the field all day long. I don't think he's going to win the Heisman. He can really throw it. I mean, there's no doubt about that. But there's just something about him that's off. I, I just, he's not Kyler Murray. He's not Baker Mayfield. I, I just don't see it. Um, I'm with you. I'm with you. I don't see it. I, I see some good TikTok. You know, some good TikTok content. The game Maybe. of the year is going to be Iowa State and Oklahoma. I mean, that game. Oh, 
That's, that's going to decide the Big 12. It's going to decide the playoff. Yeah, you would think. Unless Iowa State loses, has a really bad loss. Like if they were to lose to, I mean, even if they lost to West Virginia, that would be a bad loss for them. Anyone other than by Oklahoma State or Oklahoma or if Texas gets hot, which I don't think is going to happen. Like we said, Iowa State's going to have to run the table. And I think they can. I think the top half of the Big 12 is going to be tough. And Oklahoma, to me, has a lot to prove. Like, obviously, they come out. They've been dominating the last few years. But I think it's going to be a more competitive year in the Big 12. I honestly think West Virginia is going to have a good team this year. Might sneak into the top 25 at some point. Um, I know... You know, that might sound like I'm just a homebody, you know, being a little bit uh, biased, but I do think they could they can make some noise and that Big 12 could get a little bit more competitive than what we might think. I think we're just like discounting a lot of the Big 12 right now. Yeah. Um, which, you know, it, it's true. Like the bottom half of the Big 12 is ass right now. It's not going to be good. Yeah, but that that the, the the top four teams in the Big Twelve could sling some mud at each other. So, um, yeah, it leaves us uh, number one, Alabama. No way. Yep. Yeah, uh, there's not much to say about that. A lot of people, a lot of people thinking that uh, Oklahoma's the the true number one this year. Spencer Rattler, man, he's getting a lot of hype. A lot of hype. You you mentioned it last week. You got a player. The who's made like a half a million dollars already. Um, they lost two really like multiple big time players off their offense. You're talking about Devonta Smith, Najee Harris is gone, Mac Jones is with the Patriots. Um, you know, Bryce Young, I think that's the name of the guy who's coming in at quarterback, making all the money. Yeah, he's already made like a billion dollars. Before the season, uh, before the season has even started, so I don't know. I I feel like Alabama might misstep this year. There's something about Alabama that okay. I don't know. Let's, Maybe it's like me, like with the Tom Brady, the wheels are gonna fall off sometime, and they never do. Maybe that's just like my tendency. I don't know. Let's but do I feel this. like let's do this. Give me your by the book national championship. Then give me your on a limb, not super possible, but you think could happen, national championship. I have, I'll let you go first. Okay, well, the, the by the book pick for the national championship right now is Alabama and Oklahoma. Yep. You got the superstar quarterback at, at, at Oklahoma, Spencer Rattler, and then, you know, the powerhouse Alabama. Just these top five teams, man. They're so hard to go against. And like I said earlier, I, I as a Big 12 guy, I, I would like to see Iowa State, as much as it hurts me to say that, I would like to, them to put together a great season and get in that playoff. I think they got the goods to do it. Yeah, and I, but, hate, I hate their uh, fan base more than anyone ever. And I would like yeah, to see no, them. One, one of the frat guys there called me fat one time. I didn't like that. You should have just kicked his ass. 
Yeah, I don't need a felony. I don't need that. <laughs> um, I don't know. All like a w- weird national championship. I mean, y- you have to have one of these teams in there. It's going to be Clemson, Alabama, Ohio State. You know, Oklahoma. They're going to be in that mix in the playoff. But if I had to pick a weird team to slide in that playoff, honestly, it's going to be Iowa State this year. They just they have the experience. They have the quarterback. They have the offensive line. That's going to be for me. I'm I'm going to be looking at that at at Iowa State. So um, early on, I think my if I had to pick the national championship game right now, I would pick Alabama and Ohio State. Uh, just because I'm not buying Spencer Rattler quite yet, could be one that I bite. You know, I eat my own words, but I think Alabama and Ohio State in the national championship. Then my Goofy one with some parody, Georgia and Iowa State. That's if Georgia can knock off Alabama or even a Texas A&M and Iowa State. That would be... That's spicy. Yeah, that could be fun. Probably won't happen, but... And I fucking hate Iowa State so much, but, you know, you got to respect a good team and how they've done it. And, uh, yeah, we'll see. Hell yeah. Well, Marcus, we just burned through the top 25 like it was nothing. I think uh, a few things to take away from this. One, we have a lot of watching of football to do. We got a lot. Of, we're going to have to. We got plenty of time. We have to tread lightly here uh, coming in, into the week one. We still got a couple of weeks. Um, let me ask you this. Who we just went through a lot of teams. Who are you looking forward to betting the most week one? And let's look at that line. Let's see. Don't look at the line first. Tell me who you're excited to bet with. And then we'll look at the line and see if it's Cincinnati. Worth Cincinnati. 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 I don't even know who they're playing. All right, let's check it out. Let's see what they got. Yeah, okay. So their first game is against Miami of Ohio. Spread's probably 21. Um, they're going to be at home. Is there and even a line let's out? Check out? Let's check out that spread. If anyone's daring enough to I'm take it. I'm seeing 23. Sounds about right. Yeah, I... Uh, Over, oof. under is 51. Um, I'll take the under. The under, huh? Yeah. I see it being like... They have a sound defense. Yeah, I can see that. I see it being like 35. I mean, offenses aren't sharp early in the season and especially I don't know with a defense like Cincinnati imagine having to play them if you're Miami of Ohio having to play Cincinnati week one you think they're really going to score 14 points I don't <clears throat> yeah you don't know though. it could be just a total beat down and then you get those scrub touchdowns in the fourth quarter yeah I don't know you, oh you put, this is you NCAA is going to be know. I just said Cincinnati it's going to be real tough I don't know if I'd, it's going to be real tough Real tough to get started on the NCAA. We got we got our work cut out for us, Marcus. That's for sure. Um, before we sign off, I do want to do a little recap. We watched some NFL preseason last week. We saw a lot of the new hot quarterbacks coming into the league. I know it's just preseason, but it's good to see these guys and what they're working with 
first guy I think is worth mentioning, Justin Fields. It's everybody. He had a uh, touchdown in the air, touchdown on the ground, looked really good. Rolls out to the right a lot. Um, some preseason kind of bullshit. I think I think uh defenses will have that squandered if he actually does play um come come regular season. But Marcus, what's what's your take on Justin Fields in the NFL? Do you think he's gonna start week one? Do you think Andy Dalton is bullshitting when he says this is his year? What do you see? I don't think Justin Fields will start week one because I think it's par for the course for the Chicago Bears. Um, True. He's good. He's good. Uh, He played terrible in the beginning of that preseason game, but he he settled down. That's why I think they're going to be hesitant to start him because he did – it wasn't all peaches and rainbows in that last game with Justin Fields. He did not look good at first, but – he, he's a superstar athlete. I mean, he's big, he's fast, he can throw it. Um, But it's just so Chicago Bears to start Andy Dalton week one. That's that's kind of my take. And I don't think Andy yeah. Dalton would say that to the media if he wasn't getting it from somewhere that they're probably going to go with him. That's a wild thing to say out of the blue. They're like, this is his year. It's a wild thing to say. Especially when he went three and out two drives in a row. Like, and didn't do anything. Justin Fields is the better quarterback between him and Andy Dalton. I just don't think he's going to start right away. Yeah. That's what's so frustrating about the Bears. Like, make a decision. Why do we have to wait till week four to realize what we got? Well, it could be a hangover. man. It could be a hangover from Mitch Trubisky. They don't want to ruin him. They don't want to expose him too early because they threw Trubisky into the Wolves, and look how that turned out. Yeah, I just still think it's say. football. Like, if he can play, he can play. We'll see. Week one against the Rams. You want to throw Justin Fields against the Rams week one? Yeah, you're right. That's a, a tough task. Yeah. Ask that, of a rookie. Yeah. Aaron Donald's staring you down. Yeah, that'll be a little tough. Um, another thing, you know me, I'm a big Will Greer lover. Will Greer, I hate to say it, but I might be hanging up my fanhood for Will Greer soon. It's been you three years like in the, the NFL. Arms of the Angels. The Arms of the Angels song through in the arms of the angels. Yeah, there's not a there's not a player I'd I'd hate to give up my fanhood up to more than than with Will Greer because if you ask me, he deserves gold jacket. But he just for what he did in college. (laughs) Yeah, give him the gold jacket for what he did against Texas. He deserves to be in the give him the jacket. Yeah, no, but. Apparently, Matt Rule this week is saying that their biggest, like one of the biggest focuses, is they want to see Will Greer actually throw the ball and run the offense. So <laughs> I'm going to have my eyes out for that this weekend, Marcus. I, I'm, oh, on so I, I'm on Greer watch. I'm on Greer watch. I will be checking. I will be hitting birdies and checking Bleacher Report for Will Greer's stat line, and I hope it's good because I like Greer. I just I'm not a big a believer as you are. I want him to do well. But, uh, yeah, I'll definitely be checking that box score this week. You weekend. think he has an IQ of, like, 85? I don't think he's smart. 
I don't think he's smart. The three-year mark is where, like, you know, he's hung around. I just don't know what's there anymore. God damn, he needs I can't to start even juicing. defend him anymore. <laughs> he needs to start it. juicing again. He needs to start juicing. Yeah. Where is Will Greer's steroid plug? We need him back. Bottom line. Um, yeah, I think, uh, you know, this week in the preseason is going to be ass. There's not, you know, last week was fun because we got to see a lot of the new quarterbacks make their first splash. And now we're probably just going to see these NFL teams just try to make their way through this preseason without getting guys hurt. And, uh, man, Marcus, week one, we're now less than three weeks away. We're looking at, uh, I think, uh, about 20 days until kickoff. So, the NFL, when is week one in the NFL? Is it September 4th. September 4th. Or, sorry, September 5th. September 5th. Yeah, so that's... Sorry, my dogs are barking. Can you hear that? Your feet hurt? No, my dog, my literal dogs. (laughs) Really loud. It's kind of freaking me out. Someone breaking into your house? Well, if they did, they picked the wrong house. I have a 95-pound Doberman that'll rip them up. Um, But I'm definitely going to go check my car after this because this is where my golf clubs are. Um, What was I saying? Uh, Week 1, September 5th. Yeah, it's Labor Day, right? Yep. Oh, we got Monday off that next day. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Yeah. Also, the wife's coming home that weekend, so I can't be glued to NFL Sunday all day. That's kind of a uh, negative. No, but. you'll make it make it about her. Be like, babe, my best memories with you are when <laughs> oh I'm watching god. NFL with. Oh you. my god, we don't watch NFL together. I lock myself in my basement with three monitors, and I tell her like I'm going to be watching football for the next six hours. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Yeah, so week one, I may be uh, watching from my phone a lot. Oh, I'm going to ignore all family obligations if I can. I'm actually going to be with uh, with the folks that weekend, uh, Labor Day weekend. So, Oh, boy. Yeah, it's going <laughs> to be big. <laughs> week one. Yeah, I can't wait, man. Can't wait. Uh, well, everyone, it's another week. We'll say that. We got a lot of work to do still. We're glad you guys are with us again for another podcast. We're going to hopefully have some more for you guys. No. We're going to have some more for you guys next week as we keep researching these teams, putting the fine-tooth comb through these teams. We have a lot of work to do in the NCAA, Marcus. If we've we've learned anything tonight, we've doubled our workload. And... uh, I, yeah, like I said, we got a lot of work to do. So, let's put up or shut up. Yeah, we got a lot to learn, but this was good tonight. I feel like we did we hashed some stuff out early on. We got we got our eyes on some teams. Yeah, we biggest thing with this early start of the season, we just want to get the ball rolling. We want to get you guys in the groove of the spread. Don't want to keep you hanging. We know. We pull the plug quick at the end of the year, and it's like you go into withdrawal, so we're trying to wean you back in. Once week one hits, we're going to give you that big dose. And you are you might overdose on money. 
on winning. Who knows? Maybe you buy a new house, new car. Maybe you buy your wife a new ring, new purse, pair of socks. I think I've said what do you think in a podcast before. I think you stole my line, if I'm being honest. I definitely said a purse or a pair of socks. I definitely said that. That's why I said it. All right, everyone. That's all we got this week. We'll catch you guys next week. Counting down the days until the football season kicks off, and you can do it with us. Follow us at The Spread Bros on Twitter. Tell your friends about the podcast. We're going to pick 70% again this year, baby. We love y'all. We'll catch you next week. Peace. One, hut two, I'm a quarterback. Yeah. Fuck a pretty bitch, gotta let you have it. I don't do this for the motherfucking rapper. Go. I do this for the ratchets. <laughs> I do it for the ratchets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do it for the ratchets. <laughs> yeah. AFC. I do it for the ratchets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Verse two. Sididi, man, I hate those. Bowling in her pussy, a-ho Nice face, but her ass like Play-Doh Charge on the mouth with my dick, Diego Knock it off, knock it in, then knock it down Mayweather with the ratchets, knock him out Said her last nigga weird, Pacquiao Left her in the studio, ass up, face down Pretty bitches gon' hate, we don't need that Where the ratchets at, tell me where the ratchets at Shake your ass to the beat, then bring it back Mill said bleed, Jabba, can you handle that? Where the ball is at, ask me where the ball is at One, two, I'm a quarterback Fuck a pretty bitch, gotta let you have it I don't do this for the motherfucking rapper I do this for the ratchets (laughs) I do it for the ratchets Try to turn it up a little bit more If you ain't tuned in, your ass gotta go